0: How do you actually do what you say you're going to do? Hi, welcome to a conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. It's all about self-discipline. How do you show up and do the thing you said you were going to do? Welcome. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And welcome to your business new year. If you are listening to this live and in real time, then I believe the date is, oh my goodness, I have to look this up as I'm talking to you. I didn't get it right off the bat. Um, Then I believe the date is January 7th, if I have this right. So this is officially your first full week non-holiday of Q1. So all the resolutions are like so six days behind you, and you are ready to just, you know, hunker down and get it done for your first full week of work, and all of the motivation and all of the inspiration that comes with the New Year's resolution is probably already starting to dissipate. You know, it's always like badass Monday when you're starting off a new Q1. It's always, you know, full of vim and vigor, as they like to say. Um, But how do you do it? And how do you maintain it? And how do you actually do the thing you said you were going to do without quitting, without abandoning it, without getting distracted? Because I think that, you know, this is why I struggled last week when I was talking to you guys about New Year's resolutions, because I think it's so easy to just say, oh, I aspire to be this way. I want this kind of life. But what do you actually have to do to take the steps to build the life? And how do you hold accountability with yourself? It's not easy. If people learn it really quickly, I'm going to be out of a job because I think it's a lot to do with mindset. Um, but how do you set yourself up for success? How do you do the thing you said you were going to do? It's not exactly the sexiest conversation on the planet that we can have today, but I do think it's the necessary conversation for setting your business up for success in Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 to really think about what it is you've said you want for your life and your business. The action steps you're willing to take to get there and holding yourself accountable. So what I put together for you today is a list of tips and things that I want you to consider if self-discipline is a problem for you. If you're looking back on 2018 and it is a stack of promises of things you said you were going to do that you never actually did, things that you started and you never finished, promises you made to yourself that you never kept, this is the episode for you. It is going to be your actionable toolkit for getting things done, for doing the thing you Said you were going to do. I want to remind you that, as with most conversations, this is something that starts with self awareness. This starts with knowing who you are and what sets you up to be your most effective version of yourself. So, when you have gotten the most done at work, when you have sort of been the most productive, the most efficient, how does that work for you? I've talked about this on other episodes, but You know, if you are naturally a morning person and you get most things done in the morning, then you need to be starting your workday earlier. You need to be doing the things that you were, you know, take your most time and your most energy as early into the day as possible to set you up for success. But so often we get dissuaded and distracted by the freedom of online business ownership or lifestyle freedom businesses that we can do what we want when we, you know, when we say we want, and that means if we want to, we can start our day at noon and end it at seven, which is true, unless you're really better and more effective and more dialed in in the mornings. You know, sometimes I feel like you guys could go back and listen to my podcast episodes and be like, oh, she was on our game. She must have been recording that shit at eight o'clock in the morning versus some of the others when I'm wandering around like who lost is anything needing a map. You could probably tell I'm recording it at four o'clock in the afternoon Because I am my best in the morning, I'm my most focused, I'm my most precise, I'm my most direct in the morning. So I will leave it up to you to guess what time of day it is as I sit here recording this episode for you. But I want you to think about how you are your best and I want you to use that self-awareness to set your business up for success. So that means knowing what you need your space to look like and having an identified space for your business that meets your needs. You know, I saw somebody's picture the other day and she was talking about her optimal space and it was this huge fluffy couch with a coffee table and I was like, oh my God, I need a desk i am so not effective as soon as i'm on a couch i want to turn on the television like i need a desk i need an organized workbench type situation where there's lots of space so i can spread my day out as i need to and then tidy it up at the end of the day you want to think about having a specific identified space for what it is you need to do but also setting that space up for success you know so for me for example if I didn't work from home, I would really need a little mini microwave <laughs> or something into, in my office because I nurse the same cup of coffee all darn day, and I'm constantly getting up to reheat my coffee. So if I worked in a corporate setting, like the number of people I would cross, the number of conversations I would end up in, you know, it would just set me up for massive failure. So I want you to think about like what it is and what it takes to set your space up for success, what needs to be in it and what absolutely absolutely cannot be in it and make those things non-negotiable for you. You know, and the other thing, too, is when we start talking about time freedom and lifestyle freedom, I think that implies that people get to do what they want when they want. But the actuality is, is that the core foundation of self-discipline comes down to a schedule. You can't do what you say you're going to do if you're not keeping a schedule for yourself. And I think sometimes service providers get in the habit of only scheduling in the things that involve people, that involve their interactions. And then they don't keep any kind of organization system for projects or daily tasks or business management things into their calendar. And, you know, because I think people who have passive incomes and scalable income models, they're immediately going into their CRM systems and they're organizing for project management and for their team. But solopreneurs can easily lose focus and their ability to execute if they're not writing things down and organizing it. So you need to know when you're working and you need to know when you're not working and you owe it to yourself to stick to that, to take those breaks, to not work 24 seven just because you can manage your entire office from your smartphone and your smartphone is always in your hand. You wanna set yourself up for success for the long game. And what that means for you is really dialing in and getting crystal clear of knowing when you're working, when you're not, so that your clients, customers, and consumers can know when to expect you to be available and when they can expect you not to be available. Consistency with your schedule is so key. And that means that you get to make room for a racquetball you know, um, practice at two o'clock on Monday. You can schedule that into your day, but you have to have it planned so that you know what you're doing after racquetball. Otherwise, it's going to be so easy to just grab a cup of coffee with whoever you just played a game with, and you're and you're going to get off your schedule. So knowing what's important to you and know what's valuable to you and scheduling it in so that you know what you're doing each day is so key and so crucial for good self discipline. So if you're not getting shit done, I want you to look at your schedule, and I want to look. I want you to look critically at how consistently you've been keeping it. How many of your to-do tasks that needed to get done were actually written into your schedule, how well organized you were, how set up your tasks were, and if you didn't do those things, why not and what are you willing to do going forward? Likewise, you can't just schedule back to back to back to back because so many people like to do that because they want a six hour work day. They want to go surfing in the afternoon. They want to go for a bike ride. They want to be able to spend time with their kids and help their kids with their homework and do all of that, which is all well and good and gets to be a value for you. But me- few people can work six hours uninterrupted without a break. So you need to recognize that that includes you and self Discipline isn't about never taking a break. Self-discipline means setting the breaks up for success so they happen when they're necessary and that they fuel you versus just numb you out with, you know, mindless chatter. And scheduling in those breaks means being aware of food needs. How often, like, you know, so many times I talk to entrepreneurs who have gained weight and it's because they didn't plan their meals very well. So then they're impulsively eating more than they planned. So if you want to, be self-disciplined you have to make sure you're planning in a lunch break and a water break and if you're me a coffee break you know but you want that in your schedule just like you want to know when you're moving so often and this is like I fall prey to this all the time sometimes I sit down in my office and I'm not moving until I'm like needed somewhere else but getting up and stretching our legs if we don't schedule that in and plan it intentionally, we end up doing it reactively. We end up doing it because we're bored, because we're restless, because we can't sit still. But if we regularly schedule in mood uh, movement breaks and food breaks, our body gets trained to knowing that they're coming. And then we don't get easily distracted wondering when the next one is. You know, that we train our brain so easily. And if we're looking at a six hour block with no break, Break, we're immediately going to want to be distracted by Facebook, by Instagram, by having to go to the bathroom, grabbing a cup of water. But if we know that regularly and consistently throughout every work break, every work day, a break is being scheduled in, we're not going to get so listless. We're not going to become that easily distracted because we're going to build that no, like, a trust factor with ourselves. And we're going to become consistent with ourselves. And we're going to trust that if we just keep our nose to the grindstone if we keep our head down and we stay in our own lane that break in fact will come to us but you know the other piece to that is it doesn't matter if you're not also organized i tend to think that good organization starts with a schedule and that for me most of the things I need to get done I just poke into my schedule as as if they're people and that gets done but I know that a lot of solopreneur businesses and you know businesses that have more than one person like you need a project management system you need to know what the different tasks are of any given project and who's doing what when and how's it going to get done and what's the deadline and where are, abouts are you in the project so whether or not it's Trello whether or not, it's a sauna, but some sort of management system for project management is going to set you up for success. But it also cues you in that you're a real boss, that you are accountable to a real live system, and it sets you up for success. People feel less than sometimes because they act less than and how many times like do people keep their to do list on a scrap a piece of paper, and suddenly wonder why they can't take themselves seriously. And it's because they're not approaching themselves from a serious boss and business perspective. And what we want to make sure you're doing is that you're taking yourself seriously by acting seriously. And you have to make sure you're organized so that those things you said you were going to do and everything you said you were going to get done, you actually do and you actually get done. One of the easiest ways that people get, you know, distracted and dissuaded from things is they lose focus on why they're doing things. Um, this happens to me all the time, like a really good, you know, sort of case in point for me um, is my Facebook group or promoting on social media in general, like I get so lax about it. And as soon as like, you know, I'm getting tired or distracted, and I don't want to do something, the first thing that goes is Facebook or social media or visibility because I don't see the immediate results of this. You know, usually I record a podcast um, and I'll at least get a listener question. I'll get somebody making some kind of note or response to something I said so that I know people are listening so that, you know, that keeps me going and that keeps me motivated. I also, I think the podcast modality really sets me up to shine and to be my best version of myself. So there's motivation there. But if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing and what the purpose of it is is behind it and the goal is behind it then you find yourself just doing busy work and the easiest way to not get your shit done is if you just think you're doing busy work if it's not really important it's not going to change anything and you find yourself telling yourself that story then you are going to get so lost so distracted and so like off your game because you've lost track of your why. So when you have tasks assigned to your calendar, to your schedule, to your project, it's a good idea to remind yourself of why it's important or what you intend for it to accomplish because that's really gonna set you up for success. You may lose your motivation to do it But once you remind yourself of why, you might find the resolve to keep on keeping on, even though you're, you know, kind of tired and losing focus and interest. You know, likewise, you need to know what the needle movers are in your business, like what changes your bottom line, and make sure that you're doing those at the start of every day. Like, I really like the idea of people should be selling every single day in some way, shape, or form or another. I think it builds really good habits as a business owner it trains consumers to see you seriously as a business but you also like you're a boss of your business and at the end of the day you know it's a business not a hobby which means you have to pull sales into this situation which means you have to bring in revenue and you should be looking at what are the needle markers in your business and are you paying attention to those and are you you know, are you setting those things up for success? You know, and the reality is, is that self-discipline is about self-accountability. At any point in time, it is about you holding yourself accountable, saying what you, you know, doing what you said you would at any point in time. But it's also about recognizing that if you set up a system that involves somebody else, you're still holding yourself accountable. You know, when I was getting ready for the holidays, and I was trying Trying to get podcasts done ahead of time. I said to a friend, I'm like, oh my God, I have to go into the closet. I have to record at least four episodes today. If you hear from me and I've texted you and I've bantered with you, your only question can be, like, have you recorded those four episodes yet? That's how I powered through and how I got through episodes when I was like, oh my God, I've never pre recorded this many episodes in my life. It's hard, it's tedious, particularly as you know, I hit inbox empty ages ago. And so I've had to think more critically about the content that I'm bringing to you and that I'm sharing with you because I still want to be relevant. I don't want to just Bone it in, but at the same time, it is hard, and it is making me question, why did I have a daily podcast? Because at these times, when I want to get ahead of schedule, it really, you know, it pushes me to hold me myself really more accountable than I'm used to being when it comes to this show. I, I you know, I have to focus on it, so I had built-in accountability measures. I want you to do the same for yourself and recognize that you're still the boss of your business if you're asking for help when it comes to accountability. If you have an accountability partner, if you have a biz bestie, if you have somebody who's going to, you know, check in on these things with you, it's really good to figure out what is the type of accountability that sets you up for the most success. And then you can be willing to meet that for yourself. You know, and then at any point in time, systems are only as good as effective as they are, right? So you have to be checking in on their efficiency and the effectiveness. I can't even tell you, like, how many times when I first started this online business thing and everybody was going planner crazy. And of course, at the beginning of the year, everybody's planner crazy now, but it's fine. And I had like all these abandoned planners because I actually am not somebody who responds particularly well to a planner. I, have my organization system it doesn't work very well on paper it doesn't inspire me planners don't make me happy they don't light me up i'm not somebody who you know has three different planners i've abandoned every single one i've ever started but you do have to know like what is the system for you that's effective and check it so if you've created a new planner if you've created a new system you have to do it consistently every day for at least 21 days usually when it for business systems I like to just tell people do it for a full 30 days because you're do- you're not using it on the weekends and you're taking time off if you're doing this whole thing right. Um, but you have to you're not going to see whether or not it works very well until you do it every single day. So you have to, you know, do that checks and balances. Did this meet the needs? Did I do what I was supposed to do on my end so that this project could be finished on time? And if I didn't get it done, is there something in my system that became a weakness? Is there a missing link? Is there something that didn't set me up for success? Is there like a you know, some sort of weak spot that I need to attend to, nurture, and grow? And then last week, you know, lastly, I always like to encourage, and this is the piece that like people don't like to think about, is you always have to have a plan B. I think that we always start out with the best of intentions, but at some point like we just you you know we crash and burn we get tired we lose focus so when you don't meet those expectations when you fall you find yourself slipping when it just isn't happening what's your plan and what are you gonna do and how do you write the ship I think we need the backup plan because so often like a bad day an unfocused day becomes a bad two days becomes a bad you know unfocused two days becomes a bad week because we don't know how to regroup I think it's worth setting in a regrouping exercise for yourself to really like when you see that you're losing focus what are what is it you're gonna do So, for example, for me, when I realize I'm off my game and I have like three days in a row where I like there's things I said I was going to do that I didn't do. It's usually a sign for me that I need to get out of the house, that the working from home model is making me a little too um, clustered, is keeping me too like in my own world and I need to get out and be with the people. So the first thing I do when I'm off my game and I stop becoming productive is I figure out the soonest of available time, I can work from a coffee shop where I can kind of relax a little bit. I can engage with other people and it's my bounce back plan. And something like that, that you know, becomes the way you regroup versus like the having your inner critic beat the crap out of you, all the criticism of like, I knew I was never going to finish things. I never finished things. Rather, like, it's like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. So I planned for it, which makes you feel so much more capable and makes you feel so much more effective in the things you're doing and how you're approaching things. So it's, you know, and it comes full circle, right, my friends? It comes back to self-awareness. It comes back to knowing yourself. And when you know yourself, you can set yourself up for success. And it absolutely requires self-discipline. It is not the sexiest conversation I could have had for you to start your Q1 full week of work here, but I do think it's the most necessary. Thanks for bearing with me on it. I really hope that you kind of took pen to paper or used your CRM or got these tips down somewhere so you can set yourself up for massive success in 2019. And I cannot wait to hear what happens next. You can always let me know how it's working out for you and the questions you have for your life and business. Find me over at heather at com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.